Yeah. Hi, Gary. Thanks for joining. Welcome to the group. I'm Navina Tirumala. Uh, basically, I come from an aviation and aerospace background. Uh, and uh, yes, as you have seen, like I have actually uh, written the article the basis on which we are having this direct dialogue. And direct dialogue, in short, is a discussion platform for uh, discussing various technologies and whatever we have in you know, a precursor as an article. From there, we can pick up a topic and we can present different views. So, and uh, like, you know, we can share around other things, your views, your perspectives, positives, negatives, or we can discuss even the future of the technology, whatever might be. There's been a complete discussion platform where we can emerge together and grow together in a knowledge-wise sector. And for today's topic, as we all know, it is uh, artificial intelligence with human cognitions. So, and uh, what is, you know, what is your word over it? As we have always said, like, uh, you know, we would like to know more about it. And I'm really having here uh, Rohan and Shubhankar along with me uh, who have worked on natural uh, learning process, who have been working towards them and AIs. And the particular bot, which I mentioned in my article is GPT-3. So GPT-3 is more like a, a complete transformation language, where, which helps in uh, creating text and as per a predictive analysis. Uh, and uh, we can have more examples towards it. Uh, Lokesh, could you please make me the uh, host once? Yeah, thanks a lot, Lokesh. Uh, so I'll be like uh, happy to share my screen. Navina, you can uh, uh, spotlight, put uh, Rohan and Shubankar on spotlight as well. Yeah, sure. I'll just make one sec. So here's something out of it, which I people really want you to have a look at. And uh, drop your answers in the chat. Let's start the session here. Guessing who's what. Guys, anyone? One of them is a human, one of them is a bot. Please, your yeah, answer is right Bot, yeah. We, we... So the bot would never initiate a conversation, do they? You never know. They I mean, you never know. You never yeah. know. I think like... he is the bot. Or both of them are bot, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is the bot. Whoever said both are bots is definitely watching a lot of personal interest. But hey, <laughs> yeah. but we had to get guess which bot it is. But okay, yeah. Yeah. should be. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, human side. Any more interesting answers you got? Any sci-fi enthusiasts? I think everybody else, nobody would have joined this one. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, I would like you know say B is the bot here. What? Yeah, B is the bot yes, here. Sir. And it is the GPT-3 uh, GPT block uh, I was like talking about in my article. So, it is like so much human like you never know. And this bot which, is which bot, Naveena? GPT-3. Okay. Uh, I'll just enter even 
in the chat. Yeah, thanks, Shubhankar. Uh, so this is the bot I was talking in my article as well. So this bot is like so much human-like. Uh, it uh, can do uh, multiple things, and it is like you know very uh, emerging technology right now in uh, Silicon Valley as well. Uh, for example, this uh, bot can help you uh, in many things on business lines, like in medical chat boxes or many other ways. And uh, my interest particularly uh, prevailed in this area is like, you know, after seeing the Twitter line where the one of the bot went crazy being racist. I think you all he heard that headlines, right? So that's where my interest prevailed and I went on to explore and uh, this one, I wrote the article about it. Uh, so why don't we jump more into it? Uh, like, you have any questions regarding, and uh, we can just start discussing on whatever your viewpoints are, and you want to know anything more about it. If any of you guys are on the ISB Moali group, you would have seen today a bot called Rose starting up and coming and saying. Is she's there on the main group. Admin's group was there. Oh, she's there. Actually, I wasn't aware of. Yeah, yeah. She has. What's the name of the bot? Rose. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Red hair and green eyes, all that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody so has paying particular attention, but okay. I yeah. contacted the, those uh, developers from Tumla. You know? So, co-founder of Tumla, I said, Ki, hey, hey, uh, is it you guys? Did you make this bot for Tumla specifically? But they said, no, this is what, uh, from TG. Vivek uh, said he was trying something out with Rob. I mean, it sounds very wrong. But... <laughs> <laughs> On the group, like she popped up on the main group, she was welcoming a new student, and yeah. uh, Vivek said he was trying something out with Rose again. But uh, <laughs> yeah. she was trying out the morning. I don't know how Vivek did that, but I think you can talk to him. He was the one. Yeah. Did you realize that? Did you realize that like Rose and Tumna and all they read through each and every message? Each and every, in fact, one of the people I think, um, in the Delhi meetups. Mm -hmm. One of the Delhi meetups, they even raised the question, are we okay with so much confidential information going through like a third party? Yeah. But like, since we don't have any other option right now, that's why we've been okay with Tumla. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a matter of concern, like at least privacy. Yeah, it's a huge problem. yeah but I mean, we should know who added Rose to the group or did that Rose is... <laughs> uh, I think Samriddhi said, right, you have to catch a hold of Vivek. We Vivek, Vivek. Out, yeah, who is Vivek, guys? Vivek, yeah. Vivek, Vivek. Anyway, we can have a look at that later. I guess Shubhankar can take for Hey, before before anything, so I don't know if you guys have heard of GPT-3 much, but so I've also worked in a data sciences company for a few years and this became like a huge rage i think towards mid last year um this is basically google right google's doing some crazy shit all over the place with ai and they have this thing called the open ai project where they yeah. basically all of their research which they create um a part of it they also open source they give it to the public and the public can also contribute build on top of it and stuff so GPT uh, is it the same platform uh, uh, sorry uh, Shubhankar, that elon musk uh, uh, invested in yeah, yeah open, AI. Is a founder. open AI, right? Yeah. yeah. The co-founder. Yeah, yeah. So but think of it like a big think tank. Like it's a yeah. it's a think tank which does like yeah. a lot of cool stuff. They do stuff like reinforcement learning, simulations, they do a lot of some of the you were talking about this, like hardware experimentation. Uh they're experimenting with this thing called TPUs, uh, which are like one step higher than GPUs for processing information. 
So there's a lot of cool shit coming out of there. Uh, TPUs this, are already productionalized, uh, if you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. We, and they're uh, open source also. They've open source their clusters, I think. Uh, you have to buy TPUs. It's not that. It's actually a hardware. It's it's an actual, like you have GPU, where right. you um, you have to do a huge workload uh, when it comes to AI. Uh, they have optimized the whole processing unit and put a separate hardware called Tensor Processing Units that's called TPU. And you have to separately purchase it and you know attach it with your uh, systems to make it working. But again, uh, it's entirely on the cloud base. So you can simply yeah. you know spin up a virtual machine and you know have it just like you enable GPU, you can just enable TPU on top of that and you know put the AI workload on top of TPU. Yeah. So what they've basically done with GPT-3, um, it's basically uh, it's natural language processing, right? So just think of it like uh, what they've done is they've given it the entire internet. Um, like imagine if you if you write in a piece of code, you're like, okay, fine, search the entire internet, and it's gone through the almost the entire internet, a lot of different articles, blogs, social media, a lot of different stuff, and it started to understand context of different responses. Like in certain situations, you need to respond in a certain way. You need to use a certain word. Um, there are certain times you need to use fuck, and certain times you need to use shit, right? Um, so it's learned that context. And what people have been doing is applying this bot, which has learned so much information in so many different ways. Like in Navina's article, she writes about like two, three examples, right? Uh, she writes about two, three examples in that where um, people have built chatbots using this. And for example, somebody built a bot using GPT-3 and released it onto Reddit. And it was writing Reddit comments for like a week and Redditors didn't even know it was a bot. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This literally happened. So, Wait, I mean, because on Reddit, you can tell like it's a bot, you know. <laughs> this is high level sophisticated, you, you cannot. <laughs> I'll check you it cannot. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's one of the coolest things coming out. And it kind of like, for me, at least it feels like um, like all of these sci-fi robotics movies that come up where people are conversing with bots. I don't know if any of you have read about Alan Turing or watched that imitation game movie, but he talks about like a true machine uh, or a true human or a true machine is not a machine. Yeah. So there's a, there's a Turing test, right? Machines. So it's a Turing, Turing test. Yeah. Yeah. So GPT-3 is one of the few things that might be able to cross the Turing test at some point. And um, Ideally, only humans are able to pass the Turing test. And that is itself so crazy because that's like machines are coming up to a state where we can converse with them in natural language, where we can talk to them. And then, and like, we don't, don't like, we, we don't we already do that? I mean, the way we talk to Alexa or, you know, the way we speak to uh, yeah, called Google Home or something. Fair. That is limited, though. I mean, that is technically the same thing, but it's kind of limited to like rules, you know. No. So the chatbots you often find in websites, like in business websites. So when they uh, you you go to a website and the chatbot shows up, how can I help you? Um, those I think is uh, slightly, uh, I think a dubbed version uh, of what you are saying is GPT. I haven't worked on GPT three, so I don't know. But they are very contextual. Like they are trained on certain context only, so they will mm. understand only certain things. Yes. And if you st- start writing something else, uh, it would totally um, uh, go back to a single loop and go back to home. Yeah. So, yeah, so they, they, they go only certain context. So actually they train those bots only on specific context. Just like said, you have GP3, it has learned uh, incredible number of contexts so that you can, you can go on and a particular dial. Uh, have you heard of Dialogflow? Heard yeah. of, uh, Dialogflow. I think it's yeah, a Google yeah. Google offering. Yeah. I think. yeah, yeah. So Dialogflow is where you can build, you know, custom bots. Um, you train it on certain context. And, you know, that is how actually the chat bots uh, 
shows up uh, uh, in each of the websites and that's that's how they build it uh, yeah. but yeah gpt3 seems to be very interesting i haven't i haven't worked on it yeah so it's like it's that it's this concept so in ai um, or in like ai is a buzzword honestly like people we have not created anywhere close to anything close to it but typically the things we do like machine learning and other stuff we call that narrow ai um where it's built for specific contexts like there's a medical bot or there's an algorithm or there's a forecasting algorithm or something else we're building it works only in certain things and now like with stuff like gpt3 that's coming out we're moving closer to what we're calling a generalistic ai or a general ai where it can it can basically be like us it can basically be a thing over here and i'm not sure if you guys have seen like deep fakes and all come out recently they've also artificially generated yeah. human faces artificially generated human voices recreated old photos there's a lot of cool shit coming out now which is like still crazy because it's like it's getting insane it's insane as if like the gpt3 bot can actually lie to us yeah but, uh, so there's been a bit of a debate on this right as well that whether so it's definitely cool but whether general ai is something which is really important like narrow ai is something which is uh, helpful because it knows a huge amount about a certain thing and it can be helpful when you are talking to a hospital board or something like that but um yeah just gen- having an ai that can think like a human just what's the practical use case that you're trying to cover because you've already got humans so uh i mean there's a bit of a debate there that just how useful is it to have general ai especially when it can lead to all sorts of complications like deep fakes and like um Boss, like Aditya, believe me, there is a, a, there is lot of applicability. If bots started thinking like yeah. humans, I mean, basically yeah. humans are organic stuff. We get tired doing stuff. Robots won't. Yeah. I mean, all you have to just feed yeah. it a battery, and if they start and think and do stuff like us, so basically, although that puts uh, us out of work, uh, but uh, it opens up a lot of new possibilities. So, just like just think of it like that with that just how cars replaced horses. Um, like there was horses that, that used to be the main uh, you know center of transportation but uh, mm-hmm. then cars showed up and cars replaced we thought like many, many would be out of work but uh, it created a whole new um, industry uh, lots of jobs so it, things shows up always um, there's a lot of i mean there is ethical questions a lot of other questions that comes up uh, with you know generalizing ai uh, but uh, yeah lot of lot of uh, things ai is exploding right now and lot of potentials it has lot of potentials mm. yeah so as uh, abdarshi mentioned like uh, cars replaced horses the major difference between your ai and your uh, not ai any bot or and between humans is that obviously bots can't uh, don't have the emotional quotient so much as humans do okay but they can uh, when you talk about processes they are definitely much faster than what an average human can do if you think about uh, calculator rohan believe me that can be done as well i mean yeah. it, it would take only yes, a couple of seconds exactly exactly I mean, it don't it's not far away that's the major difference right now But, what do you, what do you think humans are we are nothing but you know moving crawling molecules so, uh, if there are also debates about the fact that uh, are we really making our own choice like the fact that we are free and all those stuff uh, because we are conditioned by our dna we are conditioned by our hormones uh, by external forces how free are we in our choices uh, similarly uh, a particular computer program uh, can be conditioned to similar environment and similar logic like the logic that goes into our code is same as the how we are coded in our dna i mean just give give or take couple of decades we would be very close to i mean it's not like the one we see in terminators but uh, uh, we would be very very close I, I, 
particularly the explosion is happening see think of deep fake i mean i can't even imagine like even if someone takes every person wouldn't have imagined that this could have been possible and in a couple of years i mean i didn't knew of ai even a couple of years back and now these kind of uh, amazing things are happening it's really mind blowing yeah i was waiting for somebody to mention skynet i was just waiting for somebody to bring in skynet <laughs> that to happen like <laughs> So I think the problem also is that uh, this is something which I remember Google had um, shown a conversation with I can't remember the name of the product something with a D or a D or something. But, I think they when uh, they released uh, the Google Pixel, I think that they recorded conversation that. Uh, yeah, so there was a there was a conversation where the bot was very convincingly being able to pretend to be a human, basically yeah. using stuff like um and uh and stuff. So yes. that's where you know there's a debate that might be going the wrong direction because why do you want to make bots more like humans in the sense that you want to make them adopt the faults almost the humans have, right? Ah, uh, again, again, again. You don't ask why to engineers. Um, if they can, they will. That I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. You don't ask why. I mean, they don't think of ethical um, uh, questions. No, no, they don't about, think of. It's not about ethics, Saptashi. It's about going in a, a wrong direction. You could be doing something much better with robots than trying to make them. Um, believe me, engineers don't think that way. If if it if it is possible, Sattashi. they will do it. No, no, Saptashi. 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 It's not about it's not about having like uh, engineers. It's it's not an engineer problem, right? It's a, I mean, it's something that. the entire human species wants to advance but you be need i mean it's all about advancing if you were talking about general ai it's about advancing it in a way that okay humans can do a task with x efficiency robots can do it with like 5x efficiency so it's great we should have robots but having an applica- applicability where you are just doing it for the sake of coolness or because it's cool like a robot that can be like a human and can fool another human that just doesn't seem like a very good use of resources to sort of have the um robot really behave in that manner that's what i'm saying like i would say that actually yeah because that, that, uh, yeah please can yeah sorry uh, uh, on that i just think, okay to me we talk i think continue you go continue you go ahead go ahead continue continue so what i'm saying is i think um while it's cool there can also be a lot of negative implications and right now the problem is that there is nothing governing this right uh, ai if it can be so much like a human it can be used to fool people online in the sense um, i i when i say fool i mean influence people for negative um, activities or something that can be harmful for the society so i think while it's really interesting and cool i think people should think about how you know how we can bring some control to this uh, uh, guys i will tell you it's more helpful uh, yeah i think yeah. in that it, it's also about automating your tasks so if you think that someone something can make your life easier you'll always go for that and it's not like people are not doing those unethical tasks that we are mentioning about right now people are spamming people are calling people are fake calling so that is already happening we cannot just say ki ai if ai comes then all this will happen no there is always one ai who is ready to do fake calls and there's also other ai who is uh, ready to identify whether it's a fake call or not you know there's always two different sides for everything so the argu- right. argument can also go uh, in like this technology is inherently not evil um, so 
think of it like we how many how many weapons weapons do we produce yearly throughout the world a gun skill uh, uh yet uh, we kill it because it also at the same time protects so it's up to us how we actually use the tech tech would come anywhere it's not that some corporation is cooking it up in their lab uh, tech uh, innovation happens uh, when it's mostly open that's why you see things are mostly open sourced in tech you won't find in any other industry that uh, they have open source their uh, inbuilt stuff it's only in software where innovation happens when you most likely open source it and some innovation happens within the uh, stuff so inherently uh, tech will always be there I even mean, tech will show up somebody somewhere in israel is probably building something which google will acquire in couple of years and some more extraordinary tech will emerge out of it now will google put that into use uh, uh, to either yeah, you know there. It's it's up to them. It's up to them. It's up to them. If they want to put that into use and for increase their revenue while harming a certain section of the industry, that's unethical. That's up to Google, not the technology. It's not a fault of the technology. Technology will always emerge. Somebody somewhere would some very smart would create it. If it's possible, it will be done. Don't you think that there should be some kind of a regulatory framework that the world leaders should be thinking on oh, to actually see, start? See, internet yeah, itself, actually, it's there are few regulations yeah. happening, Vivek. Uh, like uh, Europe has already initiated such regulations on controlling AIs, like I mean, complete which to be used and how it how far it should be used. Like uh, they have refrained such bots to be used in mental health care because it uh, recently have uh, told a fake patient to uh, kill himself. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. so they have actually refrained uh, these bots for few of our usages but obviously such research is going on because if you see the stats like in past 2 3 months because of this covid uh, thing lot of people are moving towards health uh, health mental health systems or mental mm. health cares but as i know our uh, healthcare industry is completely shook in india and many mm. people are dying in such anxiety or such other stuffs uh, which mm-hmm. actually go unnoticed if such bot bots can actually be used for such social causes it would be great because it won't actually like uh, satarshi said like humans can get tired bots cannot so if such bots can really save some lives it would be worth uh, making them yeah. again there's a different side right like there is a bot who is i mean like there is a person who is who wants bots to save humans and there's also one person who wants to kill people using the bot right yeah it's so always the argument it's doesn't just, get uh, It's just the two people. It's just about like people. Like it's always about it's always it's always about having a regulatory framework for everything, right? Any tool yeah. can be utilized in a bad way. The point is that like regulations should be brought that any any kind of negative effect that happens due to a bot should be regulated, and there should be consequences if people actually go forward with that. The problem with the tech is right now there are no regulatory frameworks regarding that, and that is what I was trying to bring. noticed too so regarding gpt3 what i last read was that there were certain regulatory frameworks being brought into action microsoft has taken i think copyrights of it if i'm not wrong yeah. so yeah yeah so then uh, they are planning to bring in such but whether it comes into effect or not only time will tell it's really yeah, last the problem round. the problem with these things is tech moves really fast and mm. the law making doesn't because when you make a law it has to be like And artists, I don't know if there is V one, V two versions of a law bill. You know, you once you make it, amendments don't really happen all that often. So when you make it, you have to make it right. So the problem is you make it for a technology that was two years old, and that technology is already transformed into some other beast. 
ഓസ്ട്രേലിയാസ്റ്റ്രേലിയ Yeah. Uh, guys yeah. thanks a lot for all of your inputs you loved them absolutely but let's like get on with the session a little bit because we got a little <laughs> bit of power to bounce off these yeah continue we love you but shut up let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it in a proper sense yeah continue shivam awesome yeah. ai response that is i love you but shut up <laughs> No, no, we were thinking that um, like before we jump into this ethics on a conversation, we'll actually explain a little bit about what NLP kind of is to folks on the call. Like, yeah, sure, because a lot I'm of sure all of us haven't worked on it before. Correct, correct. Uh, so, Navina, could you share that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm just sharing. Uh, it. It's a simple thing only, but basically, wanted to talk to you guys about how natural language processing typically works, right? I mean, you've all done GMAT. Um, I hope. you've done gmat to get into isd or gre whatever it is but you've done some form of english training right you understood what gerunds are subjects nouns verbs that's how we've kind of come to understand language that's how we talk to each other that's how we understand what we're talking about um and basically that's that's what natural language processing is for computers as well us teaching computers to kind of interpret it in the same way you can actually um, do the next one also you can yeah the next picture okay so basically there are when you're speaking a certain sentence right when you're saying something like let's say this very intuitive platform i definitely recommend it it's a simple thing we're talking to each other we're saying this um when you're saying that simple line that first line you're kind of picking out certain words from that as important words um and those important words over here will be for example platform um recommend is something important because someone else i mean you're you're you know that someone else is recommending that information now after you pick out those important words what you're also doing in your head is you're kind of assigning an association to those words so you know that they're talking about platform for example the association to platform is that it's very intuitive right so in that way you're kind of understanding like okay very intuitive platform cool it's a they're talking about the platform very intuitive this is about usability So in my head, I've understood what it is. I've figured out an association, and I've also tagged it to a certain category or a certain we call it intent. What is the intent that that particular phrase or that particular sentence is going to portray? Right now, this itself is really complex. Uh, up until now, up until the last couple of years, what people have been doing is they've been doing this thing called tagging, where there's a sentence, and you look at the sentence and you say, okay, is this a positive sentence? Is it a negative sentence? It belongs to this category. It doesn't belong to this category. and you build like a training data set of like millions and millions of rows and you give it to a model and it will learn right and that's the base that's the base difference or that's the basic understanding of what nlp is which is you help a you help a machine understand what we are we've kind of experiences also like not through business applications just us being in in regular life you guys use gmail and outlook and stuff right so on gmail um you have your you have your content separated into i think it's called normal inbox primary promotions and social right so what they do is they i mean to filter out and to assign these emails into different categories they actually go through all of the text content inside that email 
and they have like buckets which are stored on the side which help you i mean which help it understand whether it's a promotion or whether it's a sponsor um and that's basically how it works right navina you can just go next next if you can okay she's busy but okay i mean do you have a couple of understood this sorry shubhankar if you have a couple of minutes i want you know uh, since uh, that's uh, samriddhi right she asked about you know uh, what these kind of technologies have in for us people like us like i work in the fetching sector so i can get give a example right like right now Uh, at my workplace i am working on this problem that we produce uh, motorcycles two wheelers scooters and motorcycles and uh, you you know that these uh, have uh, many variants like uh, hero uh, splendor has couple of variants uh, expulse hero expulse 200 has three four variants so they look pretty similar to each other uh, but somewhat different and if we ship uh one uh, order with wrong similar looking but wrong parts is a problem right it's a defect it's a cost for the company so to solve this problem right now what i am doing is uh, i have uh, i have hired this uh, third party wherein they are uh, have, they are setting up a vision camera uh, setup and they are using ai uh, to help us uh, differentiate and identify parts so they are uh, i am right now uh, working on on a solution that would use ai right on the shop floor manufacturing shop floor so i guess there is something in store for people like us थिंगलीस्ट and it's a reality right and maybe is little far for india but uh, the example i gave is right uh, now which i am doing myself right so ai is, is not something of, not like a buzzword uh, industries are actually using it right now it definitely they're using it i mean just another day i mean it's not even it's not related to bots and stuff but like uh, i was spoke, i was speaking to a friend um, who's from the batch of 20 from isp and he works for kfc and they they're using ai um to understand how much time a customer takes to order like in the queue i mean not in today's scenario not with covid but like just in the queue they just use all the footage they have from the cctvs or whatever and i don't know the integrities of it but like um i think that's what he was telling me so i'm i'm sure there is a lot i, I mean i come from cisco and they're trying to the push ai into everything right so i thought it's the need of the industry so i think uh, that's why i think it would be really um, helpful to have these kind of sessions you know yeah so absolutely but i, I get what you're saying thank you yeah i think somebody was you know, shubankar can go on because everybody keeps cutting him off oh that's fine this is good this is a good conversation yeah. to have okay ट्रांजेशन टू हैविंग अ कॉमन सप्लाई चेन राइट सो वी वर विजिटिंग दिंत्रा वेयर हाउसेज सो वन ऑफ दी प्लेसेज वेर मिंत्रा इज ऑलरेडी यूजिंग अमिलर थिंग लाइक कैमरा विजन that uh, lokesh was talking about so we do a inbound qc 
what these suppliers uh, supply to us to our warehouses um we have to check each and every dress uh, or each and every uh, dress code or sku against the item that is being supplied right so that is a huge huge quantity and doing it manually which is what it was done before is quite interesting especially with um so many different sizes so many different uh, dress styles in within the same uh, brand right so uh, there's a machine that was built in house with a camera which was outsourced from somewhere but uh, more or less the logic was built in house so they just feed all the uh, clothes in a particular direction into the machine and on the other side they get reports on how many of them are matching how many of them are not matching anything that doesn't match again goes into a manual check but um, we are using it heavily in our warehouses not only like, in can't uh, that be a warehouses, but even in our uh, return warehouses can't that be yeah. achieved just by using something like an rfid yeah, yeah, right. tag or something like that i don't know i'm i'm just curious there are so there are i would say there are different things like for example i've worked in i've worked for a couple of bottling partners bottling plants of things okay. and um, like for example ai and technology stuff vision analytics particularly it's helped in for example we've used infrared cameras to um, constantly look at different parts and assess when a certain part is going to overheat oh okay. right mm-hmm. simple yeah, stuff yeah. like that as well so vision yeah. can i mean vision can really help you with stuff that you can only see through the naked eye for example um for a car manufacturer it's really important that their parts after production are um are of the same size same shape same girth mm. same density and there are different ways you can sense that right there is one is through cameras one is through different other stuff there's weight sensors density sensors so like you can basically use like an amalgamation of all of these different sensors to kind of create something that in the ai world is called a digital twin mm-hmm. um so that basically imagine your entire manufacturing plant created in a digital way and you can double click into any part into any machine look at its production statistics shut it down figure out when it's going to break down next maintenance cycles there's a lot of stuff there you guys are talking about vision some uh, some of the cool stuff i've seen with vision is um i don't know if you got personal interest but that kind of shit actually actually exists okay there is um there are algorithms that exist out there that can first just look at your face obviously classify your gender age we've seen those phone apps itself but it can also figure out micro expressions on your face so if you have a camera looking at you you can real time understand what you're feeling at that particular point of time there are retailers like walmart who actually use this they've experimented with this on retail shelves so when you're passing by the store or going through aisles it's automatically capturing your response to certain items i think uh, sentiment and stuff this is exactly what kfc is was trying yeah. to do before the pandemic in india they're trying to do this um they the bangalore uh, airport's also done it so um really? the, what the where, where exactly did, in the airport would you, you apply this so in security lines and in check in okay. so during check in and during security lines you have a specific area where you have to wait right so you have cameras looking down there and what it does is it detects individual humans um individual people basically or objects it can also detect suitcases or whatever and it will also track that person across that frame so one is you'll figure out what the path that person has been how much time that person has spent in that particular frame so you know how much wait time that person has gone through but like isn't it like a major like breach privacy breach yeah because i mean no. they haven't notified the people i would say no 
So, Shubankar, I just have one question. So, in the airports, is it mentioned anywhere? So, do people exactly. know? Like, it's mentioned that you're under surveillance. And the thing is, these, these, yeah, these cameras surveillance, so inclusive. That is obvious, but no. So these cameras don't tag. No, I mean, it's similar example, to. It won't tag you as Brinda. It'll tag you as a female, max to max. Do they know that it is real time? Yeah. Do they know that okay, that particular camera will Some understand my particular? It is just recorded, right? It's not real time as such. Yeah. It is. It yeah. might be real time. There are real time. It can be. Too. It might be real time also, right? If we are yeah. using infrared, then you know. They can, uh, can I remember, double scans, right? Yeah, I also re remember one more use case for a similar thing. Uh, like back in 2017 or 18, I, I, I'm sure that there are many startups that were focusing on the same thing. But uh, uh, when it was pitched, it was uh, regarding a product where they used the camera in your stores to detect whether the customer was happy in which shelf and he was shopping hmm. to basically capture that experience. So because like when you're walking in a... Uh, storeroom you know that you are being watched by the camera so whether the customer went he went to the store and which uh, why he was bothered like when he entered in this shelf that was the data that they're providing to the uh, store owners to help them guide like what they can improve in their own stores so that is i don't think it will be a breach of data because you are already going through the camera and you are aware of that and but what like, they are making out of the data is it is up to them but in a place like an airport, yeah. like I don't think it's gonna take a lot of effort to map map like that particular person's data to the person. I mean, for example, at the boarding gate, right? Like, yeah. um, I don't you know, do scanning that. boarding. Yeah. But the, then it is like to the data how they are able to map right where it's not. Yeah, because that's what I'm here to understand if it's possible. No, I mean uh, no, they don't really have anything to gain. I mean, even if they they have a way to map a person particularly, they don't have nothing to gain actually. That's so. what we thought when I was speaking around my phone. Now I'm shown ads. They <laughs> do have things to gain technically. They always have things. Yeah, they have things. Yeah. Like if there is some yeah. face recognition or these kind of technology supplies, yes, they have. Yeah, Two, three, sure. four years ago, never thought that they had anything to gain by me speaking around my phone. Now they do, or speaking so or whatever. Spotify text. sells its data. I mean, if Spotify can, if people. What do you think Cred is doing? <laughs> I mean, you have credit card information. Spotify is just telling you, like, given credit information all the about like music listening. Cred huh? ask your Gmail uh, account access. Maybe you know, I mean the... through all your emails. Yeah. No, so even even Cred asks when you register okay. on Cred, they ask the access to your Gmail account and they read through That's all why I, don't, yeah. I don't use it's a data mining company. Yeah. Sorry, let's not talk about Cred. <laughs> I think every company right now is a data mining company. Yeah, because so I think that is the hottest business in town right now. I mean, like, sure. like even if you consider Spotify or Ghana, we can just detect your mood and we can know that whether you are uh -huh. ready to buy a product or not. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there is a lot of behavioral research was, going on into this. Like, there I'm, was this ad that uh, Swiggy had sent uh, around this time when Google crashed. I don't know if all of you were aware of that. No, but no. the minute Google crashed, everybody, like my friend actually got an SMS saying, are you waiting for the browser to load? Why didn't you order? A yeah, 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 yeah. While yeah, you're waiting. Uh, you yeah, have to that... admire this, yeah, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I really admire all this targeted advertising and all of that. I feel weirded out, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool that they responded to that one situation so quickly. So quickly. But, yeah. yeah. When was this, Hansni? I missed this out. When was this? 
sometime last year i think yeah, around yeah. like During november lockdown. december last year i think it happened twice like yeah some yeah. two months back also it happened that time once i think it was gmail crashing and uh, my guess and, and nobody knows nobody knows why right like it was ne- i never read about it ki why it happened it uh, google like, will not tell your production their production issues <laughs> dude like they can tell ki ye reason tha that, that we have stopped it right now right some like, shark must have bitten their huh. inner, uh, underwater <laughs> cables says <laughs> anyone from chennai anyone from chennai here no okay so <laughs> there is this uh, first uh, robot themed restaurant in which was uh, in chennai read yeah. about in news yeah. yeah that's i wanted to know if anyone has ever been there and yeah, that's yeah no, so bangalore so i been wanted been to try but no, i thought you were going to roast chennai people or something <laughs> <laughs> no but what what are you uh, isha have you tried that yeah, one, of not, one of my so friends so it's a, yeah it's actually the name of the restaurant i think is called robot and robot kitchen of, yeah robot <laughs> kitchen uh, i think yeah so it's one of the first uh, robot based themed restaurant in india and okay. the robots are basically i'm not sure whether they cook but i think no, they, no. They, uh, they serve as waiters and yeah, yeah. and so there are like four robots three are for um, three they serve as waiters and one is for selfies and all that it's just for like for fun for entertainment selfie wala is, is it like is it like the robot version of rajinikanth guys <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know like the robot restaurant it sounds very innovative and stuff where so i've seen like one in japan it's like and as a person who's worked on shop floor it's very unimpressive <laughs> sorry yeah, it is even the chennai <laughs> one is very unimpressive only you go there and if they follow it's us so unimpressive part, like abhi to aaj but the, the thing is it was very impressive when it actually came up like it was uh-huh. at least uh-huh. in japan it was like a really long time back so it was yeah. then now it's like ठीक <laughs> <laughs> people make these kind of ais you know general ais and uh, have the deployed everywhere like china did right they have this software program which where they monitor every citizen in public places and they uh, uh, they provide them uh, these social scores social number, their, number yeah uh, they, they behavior, don't give right? social score right they, that was planned but they don't do that like okay i mean that's possible right so my question is how uh, much say people like us uh, which are uh, you know are not related to that industry or have no say uh, how uh, obviously if like uh, all the governments do that uh, everybody would be affected by it just like in people like uh, in china are so how much say would general public have on these kind of things you know india also wanted to do one thing like this so um, a couple of years ago the indian police service they had uh, sent out an rfp to different analytics companies to help them with 
um, basically they wanted a real life or live database of facial recognition. You know, just as CID, CIN, yeah. right? You can send in, you can send in a picture or a slight description of a person, and it wanted to live um, at least up until the last twenty minutes to half an hour, parse all of the all of the CCTV cameras across India. And give a live location, a pseudo live location of that person or where they were last seen. Right. This But is in India. What? Listen, you are talking about a couple of years ago. Yogi, Yogi government and UP suggested that for yeah. women's safety, yeah. we'll yeah. track women's women's places in in public places. And if we feel that, like the AI feels that it's like the woman's expression is in distress, yeah. then we'll. Like send her personal details, like phone number, address, or whatever, to the nearest police station or something. This was the fucking proposal, okay? Yeah. And like, obviously, it was met with a lot of outrage, and I'm sure it got dropped because lack, like, lack of resources and like execution, blah blah blah. But it was it. proposed, and I don't see it like a very distant. अगर ये योगी ने बोला होता ना देन आई स्टिल अग्रीड फेसबुक ने बोला अरे ये गार्डियन में भी आया इंडिपेंडेंट में भी आया है हर जगह आया यार I'm telling you, it's some engineer starved, sure. looking for nudes. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, yar, don't, don't just blame it on a guy. Like, they are asking nudes for both guys and girls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Adikta, Adikta, the engineer can't be gay over. What? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, यार कमांड लॉक का यूज किया मैंने बस वही यूज किया बिकॉज लाइक वो कमांड का स्पैम जो है नो अदर वे टू एक्चुअली कंट्रोल इट अदर देन यूजिंग अबाउट हाउ हाउ डज डज कंट्रोल स्पैम सो लाइक बेसिकली रोज कैन एक्सेस मैसेजेस एंड डिलीट इट इफ इफ इट यू कैन एड इन फिल्टर्स इन दैट 
So dude, is that like okay? Seriously? <laughs> why was dude, so why was Rose throwing erratic messages? No, no. So Rose is not throwing erratic messages. Rose was throwing in welcome messages. and goodbye messages if somebody leaves a group it will send a goodbye message and if somebody joins it it will send a welcome message and if you tag adrate admins uh, for any message right that person will report it to the admin so that if somebody types in any inappropriate message or anything that can actually inside the group that person can be reported so this is for a group where you know like a lot of people are there and a lot of activity happen just like us and jisme admins ho sakta hai ki they are not active all the time so just so that moderation bot ke through so we wait if i'm not wrong it goes through all our messages Of it can read. Right. It's a it's a part of a group. It obviously can go through all your messages. Yes. Okay. Uh, Vivek, but yeah. when someone of that group, I guess of that group. Yeah, I I don't know how good an idea it is to introduce. Like, people already have questions about Tumla, so I don't know. Sorry, Rohan was saying. Yeah, yeah. One question. Once someone leaves the group, उसके बाद goodbye बोलने का क्या फायदा है? वो तो चला गया ना. वो सबको बाकियों को बताने के लिए. बाकियों को बताने के लिए ना कि वो चला गया. तो चला गया. Okay. Cool. Cool. Makes sense. नहीं. So the fact is, I can remove it, and Tumla is also working on actually adding this functionality. But meanwhile, इतना and there are more functionalities also to the bot, and this is like an open source bot that's used almost in like majority of the groups that I've seen. Okay. So it's very reliable, and इसकी काफी अच्छी reviews हैं. इसी के लिए मैंने इसको डाला था. There is another bot also. उटिंग Is that the so you can do that. Anymore, you, eh? you can do that. I've not added that functionality. I mean, because she I just feel... report, right? She can't. No, do... she what what what? There are like multiple options. Yeah, she can mute you. She can temporarily mute you. She can ban. She can kick you from the group also because she has admin uh-huh. rights. <laughs> you literally like a personal entity. Like conditions. No, I'm telling. I'm telling that it it can do all of these things. So like, if you want, for example, we can add a anti flood feature where you know. If somebody posts like ten messages consecutively, then they'll be muted for like five minutes, so they cannot talk or do post anything in the group for five minutes. So yeah, something like that. Flood, what? What? Anti what? Anti flood. What? What did he say? Anti flood settings. अच्छा anti flood में handy floods में. Anti flood. Anti flood. So no, I've not. I've not actually added any of these functions. I've only done the command lock वाला thing, in which now no, like we cannot use that. Uh, Flash, 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 fl
So uh, there is a startup by Manar and I guess uh, Arjun joined later. I am not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, Arjun joined later. Yeah. Okay. So um, Manar is an insert pass out. Yeah, yeah, yes, he is right. And, and he's he working full time on Tumla. He's working yeah. full time on Tumla. Arjun is working full time on Tumla. So like they are trying to gain like connects with business schools and get things done for them also. So from what I understand, he's also got a deal for making the yearbook of Insiad. So sabhi challe isko wahan pehle. So yeah. Shubankar, I don't think we have too much to add after all the discussions, right? <laughs> we honestly don't have too much. <laughs> Um, anyway, we have a hard stop at 10 actually because there's an unquarantined session that's going to happen then. So we'll just uh, wrap it up quickly. Shubankar, you want to continue? Um, yeah, have we lost track totally? Achha, aur kya hai? Okay, NLP ka kaam, kaam. Like, we've gone into AI applications, ethics and vision and everything. Yeah. Damn cool. I like <laughs> the way the story is. You loot everyone ah. you're saying the spoilers. Sorry? The spoiler spoilers. Spoilers. Ah, okay, fine. Okay. So anyway, uh, I think we can share the presentation again. Uh, Navina, uh, could you share it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One second. Yeah. So guys, as I mentioned on the groups that uh, there will be a spoiler from a particular TV show. Um, so we'll just sh show the screen once. Will you yeah. move ahead, Navina? Yeah. Yeah. Can you guys uh, pick, uh, tell me what particular TV show, what season and what episode this... Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Uh, uh, final season, I think. Yeah, final season. And okay. uh, episode, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was the pre-final episode. Yeah, hey, I haven't watched it. You <laughs> should watch it. You should watch it. So, um, guys, whoever... No, I have not watched the season. Whoever doesn't want spoilers, please mute yourselves now. Because I'm the spoilers it. are going to... I'm dying. Yeah, you guys really don't want to see this. And if you're watching Silicon Valley, please just... Can you, can you stop <laughs> the, the voice from coming from Zoom? I don't know if I've done that. You mute your laptop. You just mute your, your laptop, laptop, man. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Okay, I'm out. So as uh, Samriddhi <laughs> has uh, pointed it out, sure, Samriddhi would please, like to describe the screen. Yeah. Scene. Rohan, when you're done with this spoiler, please post in the message chat. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it, it in the chat. So then those guys who want to come back can definitely unmute yeah, yeah. I'll put it we'll in the it. chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, this was when uh, the perfect, imperfect joke was ruined by yes. the extra joke. Yes, yes. Aditya, please highlight. Please continue. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell us a little more about this. Yeah. No, I mean, from what I remember, uh, the the CEO of Pied Piper, Richard Hendricks, he was sending a message to um, the CFO of the company. And um, he had typed the message with a little bit of a joke in there where he had said every single detail is perfect. But uh, as a joke, he had put a extra dot in there because... Uh, you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. So it's not really perfect. And that's how he was trying to make a joke about it because he has a sad sense of humor. So, uh, but when she saw it, uh, it was corrected, right? So it had uh, come in, that dot was removed. Um, and that's when they realized that uh, the AI that they had created for the new internet was sort of interfering with uh, messages and self-correcting, etc. So, I mean, that's what I remember. I, I think the consequences were pretty huge as well. So, Makes sense. Most of what you said is correct. Yeah. Uh, Samriti, you would like to add something? Yeah, no, this, or... is, this is what I remember. He, he remembers better than me. <laughs> damn good, damn good. Anyone else wants to add something? or? Um... Okay, cool. So then I'll just uh, give you a little brief uh, summary of why we decided to have this screen. Okay. So as uh, Aditya has rightly said, this is basically a screenshot of the present 
that monica this is a uh, lady called monica in the show who works with richard hendrix in the final season uh, to build something known as pipernet okay i'll just set the scene a little bit okay uh, again advance warning spoilers heavy spoilers coming in okay yeah so uh, this season is basically all about richard trying to make a new internet okay called the pipernet and this particular internet is different from your current internet because your organizations won't have control on it it won't be able to save your data etc and uh, it, it is completely free as in every user on this planet will be equal to use it with equal authority like uh, without capturing anyone else's uh, data like your cookies etc and uh, so this is the final episode where they have uh, kind of signed a deal with AT&T and AT&T is responsible for the infrastructure on which this inter new internet will be deployed and uh, they are just about to go ahead with the release okay and uh, this is when monica decides that this this is a particular text sent by richard to monica richard is the ceo as aditya highlighted and uh, this is basically the scene where the chat where richard is saying that he has sealed the deal with at&t that's why he's saying leaving leaving at&t just dotted the i's crossed the t's and every single detail is perfect okay huh. now the thing is that when uh, richard sent this text to monica okay uh he sent it with four dots as aditya highlighted while the english language uses uh three dots for an ellipsis okay ellipsis is nothing but to indicate some kind uh, kind of a pause or a suspense or to introduce suspense or to introduce continuity like for example i uh, if you see in horror movies it will be like she woke up dot 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 she saw a ghost in the mirror something like that okay to introduce suspense something on those lines okay so uh he had sent four dots because the english language is three dots and is kind of creating a bad pun bad uh, irony between perfect and having four dots over there okay but monica receives it as three dots okay uh, she receives it as perfectly as it could be in the english language now uh, what can be a possible reason for uh, someone who is sending a text to someone else he sent something in xyz way but he the other person received in abc way okay it has to be uh, that the network has interfered with the data okay now uh, there's this guy dinesh who say that it perhaps was a bit flip or it was data corruption maybe that's why he lost the extra dot okay but had that been the case then uh, what richard uh, went ahead and saw the size of messages sent versus the size of messages received okay and they were different okay that basically implies that you know, the network that they had built the pipernet was compressing the uh, files okay the files that were being sent which were uh, encrypted actually so basically the pipernet had broken the encryption uh, wall that has, was built and uh, kind of signaling an end of privacy so this is one of those examples where you would say that ai must need uh, has to be shut down for example yeah and um, eventually they ended up showing that uh, they had to uh, create a massive failure on a public scale because if they don't do that someone else will try to replicate it so yeah um, so basically uh, this is why we decided to include this as the final precursor to our uh, presentation over here yeah we just love this scene just an absolute big fan of this scene and it happens yeah that's yeah that's it. anyone has any comments on it or anything and uh, i hope everyone who's on call hasn't i haven't ruined it for you guys shall i message everyone to come back yeah 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 and then we can repeat what we just said as a summary yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of 
like if you guys have watched silicon valley like is it just me or is gavin I... belson based on elon musk or something <laughs> elon no no i don't think so excuse me elon musk vibes yeah i don't know like it's, it's the whole look also i don't know <laughs> no man yeah, yeah. i think elon musk is a sweet guy him. that way he's a sweet guy he's not like gavin belson gavin belson not a sweet guy uh, if you guys remember in the first guy. season in the first oh. season they kind of had uh, uh similarities uh, drawn between you know jobs and uh, bill gates um, so there was two there and one of them died eventually i believe just like yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Yeah. i mean the actor died actually yeah so they had Actual to kill actor the character. character yeah no the actor so they had to kill the character uh, character yeah, they brought in another they brought in a woman no yeah 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 the the one the weird one yeah yeah i read earlier that he was based on someone else that woman was the founder of I think like Gavin Benson was based on the Google के founders पहले। हाँ, उसका उसका startup company भी Google की तरह है ना Hulu। Hulu, no, not Hulu, 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 Yeah, you can look it up. Yeah. So anyway, it had a yeah, all the six seasons were equally brilliant. I don't think there was any one. I love. Yeah, love. that uh, was. Uh, I mean, opening, and, their opening credits was very interesting as well. The whole. Yeah. Uh, it's my Cisco's name. It keeps changing also every year. Like every season. Oracle came. Uh, yeah, that was I was quite happy. Which one? Sorry, Aditya. Oracle came as well. So I was working for Oracle before that. Yeah, you know. Good, right? I had my internship with Intel, so yeah, we could all see these hardware, software companies <laughs> pop up over there. Yeah, so can our masters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can see yeah, what Silicon Valley looks like from here. About this uh, Silicon Valley character, this Gilfoil guy, his expression changes. Not that I, I, I love Gilfoil. What is your character? What is his character? Is he is acting like that, or he actually me actor? Who expression doesn't come? He is his expression never changes. No, but this guy Martin Starr, he was in Freaks and Geeks, and he's not like that. Yeah. Okay, so maybe the, the character is so maybe the character is like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's okay. I enjoy that. That his expressions don't change. You enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. People enjoy that. What are you saying, Aditya? Aditya is saying something weird. That's your. No, no. I'm. I was asking if you would enjoy that in a guy in general. The expression doesn't change. I'm not answering that question on a business technology call. Connect with me one on one. Oh my god. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. So yeah. So yeah. I, I think as as far as awesome scenes go, the the one where he developed the. Uh, What a kind of middle out, middle, middle out, out compression out one, yeah. season two. Yeah, yeah, it was a spectacular scene. The season one or season two? Yeah, season one, season one, season game. one. Yeah, he built the way they find out, out the way they the way they find that out is like fucking brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, on the day of the show, when they had lost all hopes and everything, and then they come up and they see a Wiseman score of I don't know breaking barriers and stuff. Yeah, that was I think uh, just beyond uh, comprehension, even for the viewers, honestly. How they achieved uh, it? Kind I'm of. I'm gonna yeah. start watching it again tonight. It's been too long. I Same watched it. I totally forgot most of the parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, most people have watched it. For. अरे उसका नाम क्या था? Erlik Bachman. Erlik Bachman. Erlik Bachman was an amazing character, character for the first three seasons. They unfortunately had to take him out, yeah. but yeah. he was an amazing character. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm uh, happy Jinyan stayed. So, do you guys remember the ex- <laughs> extreme ending of the show, like where they go searching for Elric Bokman and Tibbet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Then Jinyan creates something out of his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the ending. You know what spoilers? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. No spoilers, guys. You haven't seen it. You guys have to watch it. Roka ho raha hai logo ke saath. This is a very wrong topic to start. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think when we start, the rest of you hop on a call. Oh, Rohan, Rohan, that that guy, uh, Peter Gregory character, that Peter Gregory, yeah, Gregory. He died. He died in two thousand thirteen. Oh damn! I I thought he killed off the character for some reason. I I didn't know. Nahi, that bhai, he bhai. He was a great. He was a great character, man. Great character, Peter Gregory. Yeah, to kill him. Season one was amazing because of uh, a large portion to Peter Gregory itself. His expressions and all were just amazing. They had that oh. test where they uh, were praising Gregory all over. They were carrying him on chairs and all. I don't remember what the test was called. हाँ वो था season one में scene था वहाँ पे. Guys, one more thing. I just wanted to ask. Apart from Silicon Valley, so yeah. uh, like uh, Lokesh, I think in one of the agendas that you guys had mentioned about the club, you had mentioned that. we might call um, maybe our alum or um, some specific current students to talk about what uh, we especially if when we have worked with technology <laughs> so how we can go ahead especially like um, what all sectors we can target when we start our isb and everything so i just wanted to know adi is that also a part of the agenda Uh, I mean, I didn't really get that. Uh, what uh, exactly? Like, are you also going to invite maybe our alums or current students to give us maybe some kind of talk regarding? Maybe just. I, mean, I, I you... talk to I to talk to a couple of current students, and uh, we are already you know just two weeks away from uh, course beginning, okay. right? So, itna kuch wo alums banayenge. Right. So, mm-hmm. current students' का इतना कोई फायदा नहीं है. They have uh, that uh, BTC club has already done that. But yes, I get your point. We can invite people, you know, who have been placed in tech roles. Right? Okay. Like, will it be coinciding with the product management group? That's what I am just wondering. Yeah. How is the BTC thing different? मतलब what do they like? What what do they do? Okay. Current. Okay. Uh, I talk to the president of uh, current BTC uh, uh, in President uh, Mohali. So. what he told me was that uh, every cohort every year you know uh, chart out their own path so btc the name remains there the uh, central idea remains there but every year every cohort uh, does things differently so in last year uh, i mean in the current batch uh, they are uh, heavily focused on product management just product management not even tech consulting or other tech roles right so but uh, once we uh, you know uh, start the course we can you know do our own thing however we uh, want uh, want it uh, to do it right right now that's what i am so basically product management will anyway be a part of the yes yes like anyway i mean the, i just like i said that it's just first an interest group start, start it's starting as an interest group you know you know and looking at technology and business applications uh, uh, comprehensively right and yeah. then we can you know uh, uh, touch upon niches and you know eventually evolve into uh, those kind of activities which target specific roles like tech consulting mm-hmm. product management program management manager right There business analysis so much i think that this 
group can do that product management won't be able to because i've noticed yeah. something yeah. among like like product enthusiasts um most of them tend to um yeah. kind of move away from tech and what they even want to move away from tech like hardcore tech so i think for companies like microsoft i mean even cisco and i don't know just to name a few i think um, and the tech consulting roles that you said and maybe get some exec positions in tech companies you have to have to like really know your tech right yeah, so yeah. i think for, to prepare for those kind of roles or it's not just yeah. about roles it's like overall industry awareness yeah. i think yeah it's like a breadth thing like what i've understood at least by talking so in these recent alumgyan wale sessions where consulting pm different people come what i've really understood from everybody is that more important than anything is like broad understanding of these different Absolutely. technologies what are the different applications yeah. what is what can you do in different types i think that's the basically this group i think can do that the best because business analytics product management everything comes we cover the entire shit your way out of like a tech interview okay like that's something yeah, you can't. we all know that is one interview you can't you can do that in a managers interview you can do that in a people's interview no i would say no you can bullshit your way out of a tech it's interview it's hard i cannot do i cannot do no how to you need to know the budget hard, like as long as you understand i don't go to if they ask you to start writing code on paper if you are asked to Right, code yeah. paper code is screwed if you don't. But know. I don't think that's ever going to happen to us in. Uh, you yeah. Know. No, even uh, actually, you know, like uh, I've heard like, from tech background, even for PM interviews, they might actually ask you very technical questions, and they expect you. To they do. Yeah, I've no, heard. Yeah. And guys, I've heard something like uh, something like it's it's almost like uh, how can you how would you design an algorithm to rank. videos on youtube or something yeah. but you won't actually be asked to write down the code for yes, that yeah, yes yeah for yes. pm yeah, yeah. you might yeah. not but you will definitely if you have a tech background you will definitely uh-huh. be expected to know how a ranking system functions for example so um, rohan the interviews will be different for non tech folks uh, yeah 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 obviously i'm no, i, I, I plus, don't think they can plus, expect a non tech like guy if to... some uh, you know some company from it tech visits and so guys someone like me or uh, sorry samriti i'm again referring to you uh, samriti who have do not have that it background right Mayor, uh, it, it, maybe uh, <laughs> then i i'm saying do not have right hame pata hi nahi it tech ke bare mein so to have a to us have a shot of this we need this group we need the, i need this group i saw it i'm like this is the group for me finally something ah, so maybe uh, shubhankar rohan and saptarshi are really really good candidates for that but for me to have a, at least a shot at it i need this group बैलेंस um if you really want to venture into that i think no matter what kind of an engineer you are you need to understand like how at least things are applied okay like cuz yeah. i only even as a mechanical engineer i have worked with people working on ml projects or ai projects and they're applying that to like hardware projects so it's, it's it's madness it's beautiful how things are working out right and i try to understand my best and i will always try because the future is tech i really believe the future is tech right so 
I think just even having a basic understanding can really take you to another level. But like, Amrit, yeah. just as you said, right, for mechanical, uh, you had the same yeah. issue. So no, same but, thing is uh, applicable to finance companies as well. So I was with J.P. Morgan Barclays. They were expected you to kind of so they made us go through trainings about finance and stuff. So we had some basic knowledge about uh, trade finance uh, since I was working in a trade finance uh, company. Yeah. Like I think that is applicable to a lot of all these uh, companies in the various industries. uh which pay well and which have a definite branding out there they'll expect you to know what industry you're working in what knowledge you have oh, fair 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 yeah. but but i'm saying like samriddhi how you explain na tech background like uh, listening to you i'm now i'm feeling like why am i leaving that job yaar main to bhag rahi thi chhod ke main now list actually mujhe lag raha hai ki main kyun ja rahi hu software development it's amazing i i've been thinking about it it's really great man मतलब टेक कंसल्टेंट इज आल्सो टेक कंसल्टेंट डीप टेक इज अ डिफरेंट थिंग लाइक एआई ओएसटीआर बिफोर कोविड हिट अदरवाइज आई रियली वुड हैव कंसीडर्ड दिस लाइक चकिंग द होल थिंग इफ आई स्टिल हैड माय ओरिजिनल जॉब या डूड अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल क्विट द जॉब्स लास्ट ईयर ऑल यू डिफर्ड कैंडिडेट्स आई डोंट समृद्धि हैज नो कमेंट्स हियर शी इज आल्सो अनदर डिफर्ड कैंडिडेट्स बाय द वे बट आई डेफिनेटली बिफोर कोविड I definitely yeah. saw my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, guys, I think. Yeah, let's have a hard stop.